Hey, Turtle War fans, welcome to another episode of the Turtle War podcast. Uh, my name is Jeff, and joining me, as always, is my friend and co-host, Andy. Hey, what's up, people? And uh, Andy, mm-hmm. what do we got on topic for today? So today, we're going to talk about, this is like a super special topic. I mean, they're all special <laughs> in their own <laughs> unique ways. But we, we were having a conversation the other day about how much we enjoy Kevin Smith's body of work and just overall... That the Kevin Smith universe and the fact that he has a, a podcast. So in a way, we're like we're you know we're kind of like in the same like it, you know it's almost like we're all different sides of the same coin. Like yeah. us and Kevin Smith because <laughs> we have true. a lot of the same interests. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, obviously, like anyone out there listening would probably notice some we're like peas in a pod. Us and Kevin Smith. One thing that was funny uh, before, um, you know, he had his heart attack and lost all that weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this is like maybe like. 10 or so years ago, but I had a, a newspaper clipping of him and he's like sitting there reading something and uh, I had it sitting on my desk and one of the student workers walked by and said, hey, is that you in the paper? <laughs> <For real? laughs> Which at first I was like, no, I'm not that fat. But then I was like, well, I mean, you know, if you're going to mistake me for <laughs> I mean, anyone. Someone, like a compliment in a way, like yeah, exactly. maybe she knew who Kevin Smith was and thought you were Kevin Smith. No, I don't <laughs> think so. I think she just saw, you know, some round faced kind of heavy set guy with a beard uh-huh. and she was just like, so, yeah, it was like a insult and a compliment all in one. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so, yeah, and I guess part of the theme of this podcast, in addition to just like, I, you know, I'd love to get in depth and discuss Kevin Smith's entire body of work, all the movies, you know, I've seen all the movies. Um, I have never seen a Kevin Smith, Smith, a Kevin Smith movie that I did not thoroughly enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also like the potential, like we were talking about, like who would be an ideal guest for the podcast? Like yeah. who is just on the same, wave, the same wavelength as us as far as celebrities? Obviously, yeah. we've had a lot of friends and family on. Mm-hmm. Like that's almost like that was something that I was looking forward to from day one on this. I was like, it'd be so fun to, like have people that we know on and just talk about stuff that we've talked about together since we were kids and stuff. So in addition to that, like a goal would be to just get, you know, to a point where we can invite people on who maybe we don't know as well, who have their own like, you know, interests and inputs. Well, and I don't know if you guys, uh, a lot of you might not know this podcast originally, this is actually our second podcast. The original one that we started was called at the fence and it was specifically about, uh, you know, us growing up and, and our life growing up and everything. And um, we got a decent amount of episodes done mm-hmm. on that one. And then uh, it just sort of, uh, at the fence, became Turtle War. And once we had Turtle War, once we had a couple of those recorded, that's when we actually started posting. Um, so there is another podcast out there that we've already done a lot of called At the Fence that uh, we might we might still follow up on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just mentioned that, you know, Andy talking about having our friends and family on, uh, which was the original design of us having a podcast at all right, right. was pretty much just to sit down and talk and uh, talk to people that we might not talk to on a regular basis or something. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so getting uh, a little more people, a little more famous, you know, or a little <laughs> right. more, uh, really, really anyone. Yeah. So, so on, on that topic, you know, and we'll probably get into like we, I mean, we can run down a list of if we just want to do this episode about like cele- select, like well-known people who we would love to have as guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the first one that comes to mind to me is Kevin Smith. But, you know, I'd love to discuss uh, any other potential uh, people that we've just, you know, the ideas that we've been kicking around. I mean, not that, like, n- not that they're ideas in the sense of, like, you know, we'll go start making phone calls tomorrow, right. like, but just, like, aspira- yeah. aspirational, gonna, like, sometime in the I'm future. I'm going to have people ideas. reach out to Kevin Smith's people. Yeah. Uh, it's, so just as far as um, Kevin Smith's body of work and, and that kind of thing, um, I guess it's unique in, in some ways. Like, I remember f- when I first started watching, like, his movies and stuff is that like a lot of directors and writers and stuff kind of shy away from even referencing other people's work. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen a lot of movies and rarely do they even mention like other movies in a movie. Right. Like, like they just, they try to be, I, I don't know if it's just that maybe like the directors have this ego and stuff where they're like, I'm not going to have my characters talk about some other person's like work. Maybe that's why it is. But like Kevin Smith has never shied away from that. Like you'll, you'll watch one of his movies and you're like, Man, they're talking about stuff that I'm interested in, and they they're not they're not shying away from talking about like comics and you know movie characters and TV shows and like just pop culture stuff in general. Like they just have these pop culture pop culture conversations that mm-hmm. feel a lot like conversations that like we would have and that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean that's kind of his whole, well, what he built his whole career on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like his his movies have always been really good, and then uh, I've always been a fan of his like. 
Kevin Smith, I would say, is the closest thing that I have in real life to a hero mm-hmm. outside of like fictional world and stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I've been a big fan of his, you know, since he came out with Clerks and everything. Um, we're a little bit younger than him, but we're roughly his same age. He's, I think he's like 53, so we're a couple years behind them. Same them, but generation, maybe. Yeah, so um, I know you and I saw him speak at a comic book convention mm-hmm. that one time. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then... I saw him. Have we seen him at two comic conventions? I think it, I think it was two. Yes, because we. Uh, I mean, we could talk about that whole trip, but we went on a like we did a road trip to Wizard World in Chicago. Right, and we saw and him he, there. What was, was the other there, one we yeah. saw him at? I th- I th- was it two Wizard Worlds? Because I know we went there. We went there twice. Right? Yeah, to the I, one think in Wizard I think it was each. I think he was. Yeah, he was, just he was, in he was there twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the one was a little bit more. Uh, up close and personal, where and that's the one when he said he was gonna. He pulled his phone out and said he was gonna call Ben Affleck while he was in rehab, uh, yeah, but then yeah. he didn't. And then the other one was uh, it was so big we had to be up on the second floor balcony, like looking down. Like uh, yeah, took a picture of him and you couldn't even really tell us who it was. That was the one when we when he was with Jason Mewes, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, and like they, I, I remember Jason Mewes, um, who for those who don't know, that's um, that's Jay from the Jay and Silent Bob mm-hmm. uh, movies with Kevin Smith being Silent Bob. So um, I remember like you couldn't even see. He would. He was walking around the convention, and you couldn't even see him because there was these cra- these crowds of people just you know ev- everywhere he went. Like um, I don't know if it, maybe it was just that specific group of people were that in that, but I don't know if it's like he's, it's like that everywhere he goes. No, I think if he's at a comic book convention, he's gonna. That's how it's gonna be. That's <laughs> right. Right. But uh, you know, Kevin Smith's pretty famously always says that he would love to walk the floor and look at all the booths and everything and all uh-huh. the artists, but he said that that you know it'd just be too many. Uh, you know, he talks about like maybe one day he'd wear like a stormtrooper costume, yeah, and, yeah. so that he can uh, freely uh, walk around. With probably know, maybe he has, yeah, maybe he has. Yeah, um, I need to do the same thing. Like, I need to because you're so popular, yeah, public yeah, I need to start getting that going on. <laughs> uh, so, and it was actually my first. I'd never really done podcasts or anything, but then uh, a guy Mark's out of work with. He's like, man, you know, Kevin Smith does a podcast, and I was like, what? So uh, his podcast, I was. Probably when when I started listening to it, I was probably like 50 episodes behind or something. So I went and I listened to the first one. And I was like, well, that was awesome. So I went back to episode one, mm-hmm. listened to all those. And now they're in like, I don't know, the hundreds. They've, well, they've kind of stopped doing podcast. Um, him and uh, Scott Moser haven't done an episode of that in a while. But, um, you know, all the episodes of podcast, And he talks about his films and his career and stuff a lot when he talks. And Kevin Smith talks a lot, dude. That's like his whole thing is talking. Like an evening with Kevin Smith, all that stuff. He's not really... So much a comedian. I mean, he's a funny guy, but he's not really like a stand-up comedian. Like mm-hmm. all of his, you know, um, an evening or a weekend with Kevin Smith specials that you see. Right. It's just him over there talking. <laughs> and like someone will like, you know, like go up into the microphone and ask him a question. And uh, his his form of comedy slash uh, shows is very similar to the Turtle Wars in the way that, you know, one person asks a question. And then it's like an hour and a half later. <laughs> yeah, he just he's a still answering the same question. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but that's, um, so I, uh, when I started listening to this podcast, I was not familiar with Scott Mosier at the time, who was the uh, producer of, um, of Clerks oh, okay. yeah. and a lot of his other stuff. Mm. And he's the one who came up with the name Smodcast. And then that became uh, Kevin Smith's like name that he went to for, you know, they had the um, Smodcast empire basically where they would, that's like, I don't know. I don't know how many shows he has currently, but mm-hmm. like at one point in time he had like, 13 or so like podcasts yeah that's what live I, shows I, going I, at once i haven't listened to i don't think i've listened to nearly as many as you have but that's my understanding is that it's kind of branched off like it, it didn't just stop with the end of the podcast it more like just took on yeah he just kept making more shows like uh jane silent bob get jobs and mm-hmm. he's got another one that still comes out um regularly except not right now because he's on tour for the new uh clerks movie coming out but um hollywood babylon with ralph garman mm-hmm. so uh and then he's got a lot of them that um, have not carried on for so long. But I think, uh, for me anyways, Hollywood Babylon and Smodcast are the biggest ones. But, uh, but yeah, so that's where I found out about Scott Measure. And Scott Measure is like one of the coolest people ever now that I know who he is, you know, <laughs> so I went back uh-huh. and, um, but I'm really familiar with Kevin Smith's work pretty much just because, you know, every episode he spends, you know, an hour and a half, sometimes two hours, just pretty much talking <laughs> about, like, uh, like I'm very familiar with 
all the ins and outs of clerks because yeah. well, I guess it provides uh, some interesting insight into how, oh, yeah, that, definitely. how all that came about. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. It's like ironic for a guy that, uh, called uh, silent Bob in the, the mm -hmm. movies. But I mean, he's, he's actually said that before, like that he's he, like, you know, he cast himself as silent Bob and Jason Muse as Jay, who's like constantly just a motor mouth. But like, he's, he's mentioned that in real life, they're almost the opposite. Like I remember yeah. him saying that, I think at, at wizard, uh, con is that like he's in, in real life he's the one that's like constantly like a chatterbox and Jason Mewes is kind of quiet yeah if any, maybe not shy exactly but mm -hmm. he's he's a little bit more introverted than yeah. than Kevin Smith is in real life yeah so but uh, like I'd you know, be awesome to have like I mean I can I can name a list of celebrities that I would love to have on here but like he would definitely be at, at or near the top and like you know ever since we had this conversation because like I said earlier uh, this episode of the podcast is based on a conversation we had about Kevin Smith and the potential of him being on the podcast. And like, ever since then I've been thinking about ways like, you know, how would we get Kevin Smith on the podcast? <laughs> and like, none of them are like, none of the, I don't even know if any of them are legal. <laughs> like I wouldn't want to just jump out there because, okay. You know, like if someone were had their own podcast and I'm like mm -hmm. listening to this person's podcast, like, Hey, this is a pretty cool podcast. Let me listen to this. And one of the first things he says is like, Man, I would think it'd be awesome to have Andy Ravel on the podcast. I mm -hmm. should go kidnap him and Ooh. get him on the. I'd, I'd be like, <laughs> click nine one one, like yeah. this, you know. So I don't want to like put that out there as a potential way of getting Kevin Smith on the podcast because that would be the. <laughs> what? <laughs> but on that note, I don't know. I mean, I guess people get the gist of that, like where this is going. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, uh, believe it or not, like you might have thought this was the, the Kevin Smith episode, but this is the, actually the How Do We Kidnap Kevin Smith episode. Yeah, really. <laughs> not really, though. Okay, never mind. This is basically like the King of Comedy only for. Have you ever seen the King of Comedy? Uh, no, no. Is that, is that what that's about? Yeah, Robert De Niro and that uh, lady, I can't remember her name, but they mm -hmm. uh, kidnapped the King of Comedy, Jerry Lewis. Oh, okay, okay. But I mean, it's better than Taxi Driver, though. Like, so at least that's like. That's uh, true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could have gone straight Taxi Driver. You show up at Kevin Smith's house with a mohawk and a, and a green jacket. Yeah, no, I wouldn't even. Like, I, I would never think, I would never think of doing that in real life or even kidnapping. Like, I, that's kind of outside of my, but just to talk, I'm okay with talking about kidnapping. Mm -hmm. Like, it just as a, like, not mm -hmm. even as a, not even as a real thing that yeah. you, that you want to do. Just <laughs> as a joke. <laughs> yeah. It's so a joke. if, after this, this episode airs, uh -huh. if Kevin Smith happens to get kidnapped. Right. This is, what is a coincidence? I don't know. I would be like, uh, what? Yeah. I'd be <laughs> like, what? Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Because wait, I mean, but if he did, if he, okay, so that's the weird thing is that, like, if he did get kidnapped after this episode aired, obviously it was us because mm -hmm. no one else is just going to randomly kidnap Kevin Smith. Yeah. So then why would I be like, what if I just kidnapped him? Oh, no, you'd like, be why like, would I be surprised? You'd be like, what? We got to record this episode fast. Oh, I thought you meant I'd be like, what? This coming. is so crazy that, kidnapped, that Kevin Smith got kidnapped, even though I'm right there and he, he, like he's in the van and I'm driving the van. And I'm like, this yeah. is crazy. Well, you're, like, this is such a coincidence because yeah, we were just talking about so this. weird. Well, you're still just surprised to like and like happy to hear this that your plan that is on the news. Surprised that I pulled it off. Yeah. I'd be like, wow, this is, I never saw, was, I never would have seen myself in, in this situation. <laughs> this was surprisingly easy. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, I'm, you know, honestly, I would just be thinking back on my life. Like if I'm mm -hmm. driving in a van and Kevin Smith's in the back, like, mm -hmm. you know, with duct tape and stuff, like at some point you're just going to start reflecting. Like you're not just going to be like, hmm, let me get to the wherever and we're going to record this podcast. Like I'd be like, wait a minute. Like, why am I driving a van with Kevin Smith in the back? Like how did... Like how did these? How did I make these decisions? Because that just it wouldn't seem like me, you know. I'd be like, I don't know if that would be the time to do that. Like driving, yeah. You have someone in the back, and you start staring out like the reflecting. window, like like Ralphie from A Christmas Carol or a Christmas Story, just looking out the window, like, like completely. Ah. Like my mind just goes to a completely like fictional realm, yeah. Or like I'm just sitting there in a green field with Kevin Smith, and he's like, "Why did you kidnap me, Andy?" And I'm like, in this field, and I'm like, "You're clearly free. You're rollicking in a frolicking in a field." And he's like, no, really, I'm in this van that you are driving. Or he's just like, hey, Andy, thanks for getting me out of the house, man. I really needed this. Uh, <laughs> Let's go record that podcast. And then in like real life while I'm driving the van, I'm like, oh, you're welcome, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he didn't really say that. I'm like, you're welcome, by the way. In real life, he's like sitting there. He's like wiggling and moaning. You're like, have like a hammer or something. You're like, shut up. <laughs> like, shut you're, up. You're welcome. <laughs> you're. 
<laughs> your craziness has gone so far like you don't even acknowledge what you're doing I'm in the still, real like, world. in my mind i'm still in the field like yeah. talking to kevin smith like how did i get here and he's, and, like, and he's, he's all like being wise yeah. and stuff and being like well andy let me yeah, explain like man I'm yeah, like I just I really appreciate everything you've done for me. <laughs> yeah, but in real life, I'm just hitting him in the knee with a hammer. <laughs> like, make that noise again, <laughs> do it again. How dare you? <laughs> and then I'm like not even watching the traffic. I'm yeah. like out hitting hitting cones and stuff, yeah. like going off the interstate into a ditch. <laughs> He's just driving off the edge of a bridge. For oh, <laughs> I'm like man, I'm in, we're in the water now. Like I like I'm in the still in the field, like in my fictional mind. Yeah, and I'm like, why is it? Why can I not breathe now? Like my like my breath. I'm like, I think I have asthma. <laughs> can I not breathe now? And like Kevin's, I can see Kevin Smith being like, blah, 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 like he's making all this noise. And I'm like, you're frolicking in the green field. Why are you making those noises? Well, no, like in your imagination, he's just like, he's like making these faces and going like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, this I'm is making so them back funny. because I'm also doing that because I'm also drowning. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. but then in, in real life, you just like roll your window down and you're like, see you later, punk. Sucks to suck and swim uh, away. Him up. <laughs> so like I just completely do different people at that point because I'm like clearly like. Like cognizant of what's going yeah. on in the real world, but at the same time in my mind, I'm like not even there. Yeah. So like I've just got I've just basically just got just veered off into two totally different personalities, like yeah. like a mental image of myself and the real thing. But, it, but then you get up out of the cold water and you get back on the shore, and then all of a sudden both your brains go like zoop, and that's when and they like, converge. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, what did I do? There's all these police. There's like twenty yeah. police cars, and like they're like, where's Kevin Smith? And I just come up out of the water like, <laughs> where am I? <laughs> in the water but part of me is like i thought he was in he, we were just being we were just chilling out we yeah. were just talking like we were, mean we were my having friend a, kevin Smith. we were having a good old time <laughs> but uh yeah so that's but that's not where i wanted this to go um, <laughs> never is <yeah. laughs> like i was trying to i was trying to bring it in a completely different direction before i veered off uh of like you know just imagining myself like making a phone call, like finding his number. Like, let's say, mm-hmm. okay, this is the legal way that this happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I find his number. Maybe it's not in the phone book, but like, he might, you know, I probably might know somebody who has it. Like, let's say I just start asking around, like, hey, uh, like, you know how some people, like, they'll come to you at work and be like, hey, do you got any, do you sell like any like weed or, or <laughs> like meth or anything? Anyway. say that to me. I think we work at different <laughs> jobs. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it happens sometimes like, where people are like, yo, yo. But um, so like, you go up I could basically yo, yo, be like that. Kevin yeah. Number? Like, yo, you got Kevin Smith's number. Like, mm-hmm. I might have to sell math. Like, get, did you uh, just as a, um, or not sell it, but as a, like, reward. I'd be like, yo, I'll give you this meth if you mm-hmm. give me Kevin Smith's number. Because they need something. Like, to, so first you got to get meth. Yeah. Okay. Like, so that's step one. Mm-hmm. And then step two is got to work with the meth and, like, offer people meth in exchange for Kevin Smith's number. Mm-hmm. And finally, I find Kevin Smith's number, and like, out of all the people you go to, why would Methods do you think would have his number? I don't know. Well, maybe some people are like, you know what? I don't want the meth. I'll just give you his number. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I meant more like, could you start going to like comic book stores or? Yeah, that's true. People that would be more likely. That'd probably make more sense. <laughs> Like I just sat on the street. There's homeless people. Like that, someone is like sleeping in a tent, and I'm like, like I unzip the the tent. Like and when somebody's homeless, they're all shivering and stuff. And like I unzip the tent, and I'm like, yo, you got some number? I got some meth right here. If you got his number, I don't. Or you don't even get yours. Like stick your head in the homeless man's tent. You're like, hey man, you got Kevin Smith's number? He's like, yeah. He hands you a piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) I got it written down. (laughs) What if I stick my head in there? I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, sorry, I forgot. And you was, stick your head in there and you're like, oh, it's warm. And he's like, plenty of room. And you just crawl in and go to sleep. <laughs> and become and then, a homeless person. And then when I wake up, I'm like, yeah, Kevin Smith's number. <laughs> and then he gives it to me. But then I call it and it's not really his number. When you wait, just, No, because when you wake up, you're wearing like homeless clothes and you look and the homeless guy is wearing your clothes and he's like all <laughs> clean shaven now. And he's like, enjoy my life. <laughs> he said, bye. <laughs> He's <laughs> trying to get my clothes back. He's got my wallet and everything. Yeah, but he like looks nothing like me. But then when he like has to use his ID to like do whatever, he just like flashes it real quick. Or he's maybe like he, because he's got like a long beard and stuff, and he draws the beard on there on yeah. the ID. And then you you're back in the time you start like looking through all his half eaten cans. He's of got a million dollars. I'm like, wow, okay. a million dollars in a cell phone with Kevin Smith. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that worked out good for me. You're like, cool. Too bad I'm not Andy anymore. Yeah, but I can still take this million because it doesn't have anybody's name on it. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, you know, if it was, if it had Andy's name on it, I wouldn't have taken it. But like, I'm not, I don't even, because he knows his his new name because he yeah. got my license. He's like, my name's Andy Ravel. Like, he can go to anyone and say that. He's got the license right there to prove it, even though it's not his. I mean, it might look kind of like him if he drew like a different face yeah. in there. But I don't have any. I don't even know You're who like, I am. I could be anyone. The sky's the limit. Yeah, all I know is I'm a millionaire. Yeah. So. Yeah, so like let's say I always get Kevin Smith's number, like using that method or mm-hmm. any other method, and then like, but I can't just be calling him up like right in the middle of when he's eating dinner. Like let's say I call him at six thirty, like because I was not really thinking about the fact that he might be eating dinner, and I'm like, he like let's say he answers, like he probably I doubt he answers like random numbers, or maybe he knew this homeless person, mm-hmm. like he was like he's like hello because he knows who it is. He's like hey Jerome, and you know I'm like hi, uh, this is Jerome, this is Kevin Smith, or no I don't say yeah I say this is Jerome, and he's like yes this is Kevin Smith. And I'm like, hey, did you know that Biggie Smalls is still alive? And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, he just like, I was like sleeping in this tent. And like, then I saw this dude sleeping in this tent next to me. And then I heard him being like, that's why they call me Big Papa. <laughs> and I was he, like, but it sounded just like, I was like, weird, you sound just like Biggie Smalls. And then he was like, I could tell that he was the same age and like looked like an older version of him. Actually, you didn't pursue it at all. You just heard the guy saying that. And you're yeah. like, Biggie Smalls is alive and he's in a hopeless tent. <laughs> yeah. So like, I was like, but no, then I, found, I was like, Biggie Smalls. Like, I didn't know you were still alive. Do you want to be on this podcast? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, well, you know, i got better things to do than podcasts. <laughs> and I was like, but Kevin Smith's going to be on it. Ah. And then he was like, ooh, you know, I saw that movie Dogma. It was really good. And I was like, so now that's why I'm calling you Kevin Smith to see if you want to be on the podcast with Biggie Smalls. Oh, so, that's how so would Biggie Smalls really be alive or is that no, just something no, you can't talk about? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just straight up nonsense. He shows up at your house and he's like, "Hey, where's Biggie Smalls?" You're like, "Oh, he's but coming." I, mean, he's coming. I would hope that that's not the first thing he says, though. I would hope that that's just an afterthought to him. He's yeah. like, "Hey, this is a nice pad you got here. I would enjoy speaking with you about like subjects." And uh, he like he forgot Biggie Smalls is even going to be there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's I mean, that's what I would hope would mm-hmm. happen. Like by the time he got there, he forgot that I even told him that Biggie Smalls was going to be there. Yeah, and he did, he also forgot that I wasn't the guy whose number he gave the homeless guy. Right. Like I'm clearly not that same person. So that's how that would go. Probably like we would, the podcast would be so awesome that even if later on, like he was like, man, wait a second. I never saw like, he, I, I just remember the Biggie Smalls was supposed to be there. Yeah. He's like, like, wait that a would minute. Been, and those guys had a poster of Biggie Smalls and they had a <laughs> statue of Biggie Smalls in the middle of the table for some reason, but I never saw Biggie Smalls. It would not even register to him though. Yeah. He'd be like, I had such a good time on that podcast. Like I forgot that, that Biggie Smalls was supposed to be there. Yeah. He wouldn't say that though. Like that would be like in his back of his mind. Yeah. Like thinking that like he might have a dream about it the following night. Or Biggie Smalls comes in a dream is like, are you forgetting anything? Or maybe we'd be sitting here recording with Kevin Smith and then all of a sudden you hear the front door open like, you know, around the corner. Um, the B.I.G. comes around and he's oh. like, y'all didn't start without me, did you? And we're like, uh. We're like, we're not surprised at all that yeah, you're here. We're like, oh, uh, I this, knew you were coming. Yeah, this is totally expected. He's like, man, you know shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, um, well, I don't know. Okay, so that would be weird on multiple levels. Like the first, my first thought would be that he's a ghost. Like, mm-hmm. would he look like he's an older version of him, or would he look like he was like right before he um, was assassinated? I mean, he would look like, however, you know, because that would tell a, me whether he's a ghost or not. Like, if yeah. it's an aged version of him, yeah, he would be an. I mean, he still looks good, okay. but he's like an aged version, right? Right. But yeah, you can tell he's you know. Okay, so I'd be, a, I'd be a little less scared. Like, yeah. if it was if he just looked like a young version of himself, like I would run out the back door. I'd yeah. be like, that's you know, he's clearly a ghost. Uh, this blows my mind. Bye. What if he was like, like a Jedi? Like he was like kind of bluish and oh, like he's like glowing and stuff. Yeah, I'd be like, that's that's how I would expect <laughs> you to come in here. He just I mean, like I, floats in. He's like, Marion Kevin Smith. These guys didn't know me at all. They 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 punked you to get you here, and Kevin Smith's like, what? And then they go to their own podcast. But then I would have like, to oh. then I would have to like explain that that it wasn't true. I'd be like, yeah, no, you know me so long, but you smell like, how could you forget me? Like, how did I explain that I, that I knew him back in the day? But, he, like, also, I was probably, like, not, you know, um, not even, I don't remember how old I was when he died. But I You tried to trick him into thinking that yeah, he Yeah, I tried to trick him into thinking, I'd be like, don't you remember me? Like, I was your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I would say I was his best friend. Like, <laughs> if anything, I'd say I kind of knew no, him. No, man. I don't remember that. No, but I'm like, look, look, I was your best friend. Like, you probably just, like, like, your ghost memory doesn't work right. Like, when you're a ghost, you don't remember things, like, clearly. You know, you have, like, it's kind of like Bruce Willis and Sixth Sense. Like, what? I'm a ghost? I'd be like, yeah, like, look at, just look at you. You're clearly a ghost. And he'd be like, y'all are blue and glowing. Yeah, he's to like, me. maybe you're the ghost. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then I would have to actually had to think about it. And then like I'd look around and like everyone's like not even noticing yeah. that I'm there. And then you look around, you notice it's just me and Kevin Smith talking and your chair is empty. And <laughs> <laughs> Big Smalls is there talking yeah. with you guys. And like you died like three years ago and don't know it yet. Oh, and I'm just like watching uh, the podcast. I'm like, hey. And I like put my hello. hand on Smalls' face. I'm like, what's going on? And then like Biggie Smalls is like, hey, did you guys hear something? Like after I like was yelling in his ear, like, I'm right here. He's like, yeah, he's like, you guys hear something? We're all like, no. And he like looks right at you and he's like, me neither. <laughs> and he like goes like this. <laughs> Makes like a pun- punches into his hand. Apparently my Shaq voice and my Biggie Smalls voice are like the same voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, that's one, I think that's like a less, um, Ill, like a more legal way to get, to get Kevin Smith on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, you're still being dishonest, but. Yeah. But it's not, but I'm not breaking any laws. That's true. I think a pretty um, realistic way to do it would be to, um, you know, message Kevin Smith Mm -hmm. and like maybe send him a copy of this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Like just like. And then send him a message that says, says, uh, this is Biggie Smalls. (laughs) Exactly. Make a fake Biggie Smalls account. Yeah. Be like, I was just thinking about how great that um, that, that podcast Turtle War is. Yeah. Hey, man. Remember when everyone thought that I was dead? (laughs) You should come on Turtle Wars. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, the whole, that's the whole message and it says like it's a twitter message it says from the real biggie smalls yeah <laughs> and you pay <laughs> the, the eight dollars or whatever it is to get a blue check uh-huh <laughs> so that you're verified biggie smalls <laughs> he's like well yeah i don't I, I don't see that being like i mean that doesn't sound any well actually okay because you were talking about doing a message like and then I just brought it into the dishonest territory of bringing up Biggie Smalls. <laughs> yeah, I was, so I, was trying to, I was trying to remember how how we got right back to to trying to, to trick him, to try and trick him into getting in the, into the, the podcast. And then I remember, what? Then I remember <laughs> why do all of my schemes involve Biggie Smalls and never work? <laughs> like Andy, you need to get, you need first to get out of the scheme, scheme business. Yeah, like it wasn't even a scheme. Like when you talked about trying to message him. Like, my mind didn't go straight to, let's make a scheme out of this. <laughs> like, I was just thought that, like, my mind was like, man, you know what would make this um, idea, like, not scheme, but just regular, normal idea, more appealing to Kevin Smith if he thought Biggie Smalls was going to be there. Mm-hmm. So then that's why I brought that up. Yeah. You know, which is, like, that's not, a, it wasn't a nefarious plot. Right. Uh, just like the kidnapping, you know? Yeah. <laughs> If I actually kidnapped Kevin Smith and he's like in the back of a van, like, mm, I'm like, this wasn't supposed to be a nefarious plot. Yeah. This you're like explaining to him. Yeah. I'm like, I, was, I had good intentions. You're like, trust me, you'll thank me later. <laughs> like, even though I know you totally won't. Yeah, like, I'm just, get, I'm just digging myself into a deeper hole. That's what you mumble on your rhythm. Digging myself in a deeper hole. Like, uh, like at first, I was trying. Never gonna see the light of another day. Yeah, I was trying to say, I was gonna say that. Like, I was gonna be like, this is the, your last day on earth. And then, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, let me sugarcoat it. So, yeah, this is gonna be great for you. Yeah, you're like, you'll love it. Trust me. Yeah, this is gonna be the best day ever. <laughs> it's gonna be better than a you any roller butter, coaster you you've ever butterscotch pudding. <laughs> do, do, you, do you like pumpernickel bread? <laughs> <laughs> like slide a cooler back. <laughs> I don't even have any more to though. You probably would though if you were on your crazy journey. <laughs> <laughs> Stop like, off at a bakery. Like we got loads of bumper nickel bread on the podcast. Like, you eat it all the time. <laughs> all you day. can handle. <laughs> I'm all about it. And he gets there and like, there's no bumper nickel bread in sight. And he's like, "What else is he lying to me about?" <laughs> and I'm like, "You'll totally survive this." And this is <laughs> you're not gonna die tonight. Yeah, you're just after gonna, the episode, you're just gonna be like del- eating delicious butterscotch pudding <laughs> and bumper nickel bread. Just chillax. He's like, where's the butterscotch pudding and pumpernickel bread? You're like, ugh. <laughs> but then he sees me eating it. Yeah. And he's like, can I have some? And I'm like, <laughs> like, growling at him like a dog. <laughs> like, run away. <laughs> no. <laughs> run away. Just leave him in my house. He just leaves. <laughs> like, my pumpernickel bread. And I'm running down the street. <laughs> like, but, like, why would I even be running? Because I know he's not going to be chasing me for pumpernickel bread. Like, I could have could just walked out of there with it and been fine. <laughs> or just not done anything. <laughs> I just gotta go on to bed. You're like 
just running down the street like you know, <laughs> put it all over your face. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Get away, Kevin Smith, and then the police see me. Like they're like they're like let's say I run by a police car with the window open. And I'm like, get away, Kevin Smith, this is my pumpkin like a bread and banana pudding or go by butterscotch pudding. I'm trying to remember what pudding it was. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I said. The police see that and they're like, I mean that was super weird. And then they get a nine one one thing, like the dispatcher is like, Someone just kidnapped Kevin Smith and like he's like description, blah 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 and they're like he just because that they just let me go by like they were mm-hmm. like what a weirdo but then like two two minutes later they get this call and they're like yeah he's dressed as blah 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 and he's like wearing a red shirt and he's running down the street and they, he's talking about, what a weirdo <laughs> they're like oh and then they had to find me <clears throat> but um like it, let's say I'm just hiding out like in the woods from the police but mm-hmm. I still have my cell phone on me and I still have Kevin Smith's number mm-hmm. and like I call it up and I'm like hey like um do you want to like is Wednesday good for you because I had to run out of there to say you wouldn't eat my pumpernickel bread. You called him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I called him up after he called the police on me yeah. and stuff. But I'm like hoping that we're still friends. I mean, not yeah. that we ever were, but I'm just hoping that like that would smooth things out. Well, he probably would have like, in that short period of time, he would have like developed Stockholm Syndrome and been like, mm. yeah, man, totally. I definitely yeah. want to do your podcast. Like, well, what else would I do? You guys actually would be friends. Yeah. Oh, like man. he's still in my house. He's like, I don't know. Like, do you have any good like food in your fridge? And I'm like, well, I mean, I took all the pumpernickel bread and butterscotch pudding, but you're welcome to whatever else and he opens the door. You're like, are you in my fridge? <laughs> I'm running back. <laughs> I'm like, sit back in that chair. <laughs> <laughs> Tie yourself back up. <laughs> you gotta do. You gotta do good knots. <laughs> Use the good tape. <laughs> Use it all. Use a whole. Roll. I got more. I'm going to buy more on the way back. <laughs> I also buy some more butterscotch pudding. Do you want some? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, too bad. Like, I'm going to eat butterscotch pudding and watch you. You're just going to be sitting in that chair thinking about how you wish you weren't there. And I'm going to be sitting in a chair like three feet away eating butterscotch pudding just staring you in the face. <laughs> That's going to be from now on. I got, except when I'm going to work. I got to work. <laughs> <laughs> and I get home from work. And you're like, no, not again. And I'm staring you in the face in the bush. That's funny. And I'm like, and I'm like, you want some? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, too bad. And I give some to the dog. <laughs> I'm like, here you go, here you go. And I'm like holding it out. And I get this <laughs> like, on the floor. How about a sandwich? He's like, is it going to be another knuckle sandwich? I'm like, a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> I hope you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, like, we got to like, we got to make this sound appealing. <laughs> that sound appealing. To Kevin Smith. We got to like make it so he wants to come on the podcast. Yeah. Like I forgot that that was the goal of tonight's episode. <laughs> the like knuckle sandwich buffet. How did this just go for bad wars? We gotta get this back on track. <laughs> like, what did it? How did it go so wrong? I was like, like when I got here today, like I'm at my house, like we're at the studio in my house, and I got to my house today, and I was like, man. I have a good idea for this podcast episode. We should just have do an episode where we talk about Kevin Smith and his like his amazing talent and all the stuff he's done because that dude legit thing is amazing talent and like maybe that will make him like you know maybe he'll reach out to us or whatever or like you know that kind of thing or even if he doesn't like we're just sharing our love of like Kevin Smith movies with the world. But then like all of a sudden now we're just talking about like kidnapping Kevin Smith. Like where did that even? I don't even remember how it, how how that we got went down that road. Uh, I guess that was the most realistic way for us to actually get him on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would maybe, I mean, now that I'm like thinking rationally, <laughs> I'd probably dispute that. I think there's like ma- ways that make more sense. Yeah. No, yeah, there's definitely tons of more, tons of better ways to do it. Um, well, we can't seem to come up with one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd still, I'd still get back to just, you know, going on Twitter and messaging him. Uh-huh. Oh, there we go. There we go. He's pretty active on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So we just, I think. Uh, we send a Twitter message as Biggie Smalls. Yeah. Yeah, be like, yeah, this is Biggie. Or Mike Tyson. Wait, we already went down that road. Oh, what about Mike Tyson, though? We could say, um, I'm like, this is Mike Tyson. Did I you would, know Biggie Smalls was still alive? Like, <laughs> talking to Kevin Smith. We're like, we, we hack into Mike Tyson's official Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Like, we steal his phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, his actual iPhone while he's, you have to steal it while he's using it so it's still logged in. Like, so, because you don't know. You right don't, off the bat, like, my biggest, like, I would be afraid that, like, if you did all that and whatever uh, your plan was about to be, like, we go through that whole plan. 
And then one day you like, you know, someone knocks at your door and you open the door and there's Mike Tyson stand there. And he's <laughs> like, so you like me, you like stealing my account and just like wails on you. Yeah. I mean, I would enjoy that until I get hit. Like, the first part, I'd be like, hey, hey, yeah, Mike Tyson's like in my house. Three seconds, you'd be yeah. starstruck until he's, like, when, like, his lightning fast yeah, worked out. Like, he's, he's fist struck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the worst part of that. Like, getting hit by the face. Everything else would be cool about that, except him hitting me in the face. So, I think one time, um, I replied to one of Kevin Smith's, uh, he posted something on Twitter, and mm. I said something back and then he like liked it and oh, like right said something like haha or something and i was like what so i like screenshot and printed it and like framed it and everything nice. i was like yay <laughs> and then um so have outside of being in the audience have you ever actually met kevin smith um i so like the closest i came to meeting kevin smith is he was um this was at one of the wizard cons like he did mm-hmm. a i believe he did like a signing like he was there uh with like at his booth i guess like the um, I know he had the, like there was a, they had like the viewers universe that mm-hmm. had its own like little booth set up, and I I think like I know I didn't get to meet him. I don't remember if it was like he was supposed to be there at a certain time and like, you know something happened where he wasn't there at that time or um because this was like this was what, like two thousand one or something like that right so a little while I I just remember like trying like trying to meet him because he was scheduled to do something at a certain time and ended up not happening like I can't I'm a, like my memory's a little vague on exactly why. But uh, no, I just saw him at the um, the panels, and that was it. Uh, um, one time, so I've been up to his store in New Jersey a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane saw Bob Seger stash, and um, one time, it was like at the height of the uh, well, maybe not even the height of the popularity at the time. It was the height of the popularity, but then the show had several seasons after that, so you know the show got more popular. But when he had Comic Book Men and um, whatever TNT or whatever the channel it was on, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a or AMC, I think, yeah, yeah, because it came on right before The Walking Dead, so it was AMC. Mm-hmm. So they were filming an episode of it, and like you know, tons of people came because Kevin Smith was going to be there uh, with Brian Johnson and all the other people from the comic book men show. Uh-huh. And uh, so I'd been to his store a couple times before that, but then uh, me and my sister went and we sat in the line for like ever. So I got to meet him then, oh, nice. and that was pretty cool. Um, I think that was, he was also promoting his book, Tough Shit. Mm-hmm. And so I got him to sign that, and that was pretty cool. Oh, awesome. So you got his sig- signature on there? Mm-hmm. Sweet. I think you wrote, Jeff, I fucking love you. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> like on the awesome. inside cover. I was like, oh, man, this is the greatest day of my life. Yeah. A, I mean, that's like right there. That's a, um, like that's a foot in the door toward, uh, like, if you wanted to reach out for, for the podcast, you're like, hey, remember... Like who? Who do you love? Like just call him from. <laughs> call him from a random number. No, call I him got, from Mike Tyson's number. Yeah, because got, he might have Mike Tyson's number in his phone. I got the proof right here. Yeah, like let's say he's a, he hears a ring on his phone. It's like he's even got like the special Mike Tyson ringtone because like they I, maybe like, they hang out. I don't know. Like he might have Mike Tyson on his phone. Like he's got the Mike Tyson ring phone, and the, his ringtone is like. Um, do you want to get punched in the face? Like, I don't know if Mike Tyson has ever said that in his life. Like, no, what is these? Oh, Mike Tyson does have that one pretty famous quote where he's like, um, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say he's like, his ringtone is Mike Tyson saying that. And then he's like, oh, it's Mike Tyson calling me. And then he answers and you're like, do you, who do you love? It's just your voice saying, who do you love? And he's like, oh, <laughs> um, Mike Tyson. You're like, what? No. And you're like, oh, me too. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> Click. Like oh wait, <laughs> like I forgot what I was gonna say. It was like my only chance because now he's probably gonna like delete that number because he's gonna be like, well, clearly someone else got Mike Tyson's phone. Or what if he had never said that to anyone else and you go and you're like, who do you love? And he's like, well, there was this one guy at a com when I signed in my book. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's it's me. He's <laughs> like, are you Mike Tyson? <laughs> like no, I stole his phone. He's like, oh yeah, because like we're no sign in the book. Like clearly, like I I don't remember you being Mike Tyson. So I'm just like trying to figure out why you got like I'm Kevin Smith talking right now. Mm-hmm. He's like I'm just trying to figure out why you calling from <laughs> you <Mike Tyson."> <laughs> <laughs> just And I'm like, shut up, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out why you have Mike Tyson's number. Then you got yeah, Mike Tyson's phone. If you're like, how'd you get Mike Tyson's phone? Like he went out of his pocket. I just like snatched it out of his mm-hmm. pocket. Uh, Kevin Smith would be like, "Wow, that was really impressive." Like, don't tell him. He, uh, he'd be like, oh, "Okay, that's just between me and you. I love you so much. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't, I would never tell my guys that you stole his phone." 
I mean, I, okay, we'll keep that between you and me because, like, you know, you're uh, you're so cool. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so he would know. out of the thousands of people he met that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one day out of his career of meeting thousands of people every day. Yeah. And then, like, he would be listening to the phone and be like, okay, so, um, and then he would hear, like, give me my phone back. Yeah. And then, like, he, then he would hear Mike Tyson's voice on the phone. Yeah, like, who's this? Because hey, he didn't know that you called Kevin Smith. We'd look at the phone and say, Kevin Smith. Oh, hey, Kevin Smith, this fool stole my phone. He's like, yeah, I don't even know who this is. And Kevin Smith would be like, oh, why did you, did you punch him in the face? And he'd be like, yeah, a couple of times. And he'd be like, oh, like, that was, man, that was, I can't believe you did, did he that. Did a knuckle sandwich like he wanted to give me when he tried to kidnap me? <laughs> <laughs> what? So, yeah, he'd probably be down with that. He'd be yeah. like, okay, well, that's cool. I mean, um, would you, like, I, I don't know what Kevin Smith, I was, so I'm still being Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. but I don't know how a normal conversation between Kevin Smith and Mike Tyson would go, so, like, I guess he, I would assume he just hangs out the phone and gets back to having dinner or whatever. And then Mike Tyson is like, okay, yeah. bye. <laughs> so pretending like he's like, a, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want you to know that he, that comes from one of them. So he's like, um, uh huh. And like, that's just like a dial tone at that point. And he's like, uh huh. Okay. I love you too. Goodbye. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I was talking you're to like, Kevin Smith. You're like just now waking up then. Yeah. Like you, had you weren't that. even awake to hear all that. <laughs> you were just having a dream, right? Like you had it in your head. Like you saw Mike Tyson like in a sailor suit on a boat, like a little tugboat, and he's like the captain of the tugboat, and Kevin Smith is on the t- <laughs> and Kevin Smith is on the tugboat. And he's like, okay, goodbye, and then Kevin Smith walks off the plank of the tugboat, and then you wake up and you're like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> you're like, Kevin, wake up, wake up, like, like Kevin Callister's mom. <laughs> you're like, don't let Kevin Smith walk that plank. <laughs> There's sharks in them, their waters, and. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Tyson's just like looking down at you and you still have like words flying around your head. <laughs> and he's like, you just go back to sleep. Um, all right. So what would you say is your all time favorite Kevin Smith movie? Um, like, so when it comes to me and Kevin Smith movies, I'm like very, like I would rank them very differently from almost anyone else that I've heard kind of have had this, that I've discussed Kevin Smith movies with mm-hmm. like my, probably my all time favorite Kevin Smith movie, honestly, is clerks too. Like, I just love the whole, like, the, I love the way, and you don't see this too often, where, uh, you know, a writer or whatever will come up with characters, and then they'll just bring them, like, decades into the future, and have it so seamless, and still so enjoyable. Like, an example of that going kind of badly is, like, the Indiana Jones. Like, when they, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, you know, let's have Indiana Jones 20 years from the original, and then he's in, like, the 40s or whatever, and, like, there's a nuclear bomb, and he hides in the fridge, and you're like, why do you, you know, he would have just blown up inside that fridge yeah. or died. And, uh, have you seen the trailer for the new Indiana Jones? I do want to see it. I mean, I don't, have I'm you seen not, the trailer? Though? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, that was. I mean, it, it could be good. It could I be good. I'm good. like, I'm. I have my hopes up. I like, predict. I got my fingers crossed. Yeah, I predict a good movie. But I, uh, I just love the way he updated. He just updated it so seamlessly, and I loved. I liked the first one, but just I don't know something about just the comedy and the camaraderie and all that of the second of Clerks too just worked worked really well for me. I also really like Jason Silent Bob Strike Back. Like, of anything, of all the movies that like center around those characters, like mm-hmm. the Clerks and stuff, like they just, I, I feel like that one did the best job of you know just giving them their own movie and it, it worked really well yeah so how about you how would you rank them um i don't know i, I think my favorite is definitely dogma and then maybe mall rats mm-hmm. and then the clerks but i'd say probably the first clerks and then the second clerks and then i have not seen the third clerks yet but uh yeah dogma is definitely my favorite um are you a fan of or have you seen any of his newer stuff like um, Red State or no, I think the newest Red State's pretty of, good. Of like I've seen all the you know the the View Askew the, the the Jersey Cycle or whatever it is mm-hmm. like all the ones that have those same characters and stuff. Uh, I have not seen the Tusk or Yoga Hoser. No, no, I've not seen those. Um, wasn't a fan of Tusk. Um, not because of the movie itself or anything. It's just because of the genre of movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's one of those um over gory you know oh, yeah, yeah. kind of like a torture film sort of yeah so uh, i had I just, trouble getting into that but right. you know it was one of those things where it's like well i'll watch it because kevin smith made it yeah <clears throat> um that was pretty good and then uh, yoga hosers was a lot campier and a lot uh cheesier but mm-hmm. those are and um both those movies have johnny depp in it so oh, really? which is pretty cool yeah because uh the his daughter is friends with johnny depp's daughter but um Johnny Depp wears like this prosthetic nose and he's got like a French accent. He's a detective. So like you almost wouldn't know it was Johnny Depp unless you knew it was Johnny Depp, you know, mm-hmm. if you was watching it and you'd be like, who's that? Who, who plays that detective? You can't really tell it's Johnny Depp. But. 
are there the, are there any of the same characters or actors that cross over from Tusk and Yoga Hosers, or are those completely different? Tusk and Yoga Hosers, yeah. Um, that's supposed to be uh, trilogy because he's obsessed. Oh, really? with, he's like hmm. obsessed with Canada, so um, that takes place. Tusk takes place in Canada, and then Yoga Hosers takes place in Canada, and the girls in the Yoga Hosers ran the convenience store that the guy stopped at in Tusk. Okay. So they kind of cross over there. And I think, you know, the detective, I think, is in both of them. Johnny Depp's character is in both mm-hmm. of them. And then there's supposedly, the original plan was that there would be a third one, which was Moose Jaws, which is basically Jaws, but it was a moose. Oh, so is that, is that still in the works? Like, they still plan on releasing As far it? as I know, um, I've never heard him <laughs> say otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but Yoga Hoses, I enjoyed a lot. So those styles of movies came from... Episodes of Smodcast where they, because most of Smodcasts just, they just sit around talking, you know, like they just sort of, sort of like we do here where they just kind of start on a subject and they just let it go where it goes. Yeah. They don't have like any um, predetermined sketches or skits or anything uh-huh. or, you know, like what do we do this week or whatever. Like a lot of podcasts do, they just start talking. Mm-hmm. And then um, one of them, Tusk ended up being, uh, I think they were talking about like Alice in Wonderland and stuff and somehow they, they just evolved into this <laughs> guy who... Um, had a relationship with a walrus and then was like so obsessed with it he like would like kidnap this other guy and turn him into a walrus. <laughs> so that's literally the, the the gist of the movie? Yeah, that's what Tusk is, yeah. <laughs> and then um, uh, Yoga Hosers was about this, uh, what are yoga men? Like the, the yogi? The, yeah, yogi. They're called yogis, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, like this yogi who was a Canadian and he had this artwork that he didn't know uh, – that it was so valuable, and they were reading off of, they read a lot of um, Twitter feeds from Canada and stuff, so mm-hmm. you find out that this yogi had this uh, artwork, and the police were show, like showed up, and like every time they talked to the guy, he was like very, he was a yogi, so he was like just so laid back, and they were always, their Canadian impressions are always really polite and everything, and mm-hmm. you know everything's like, sorry, and then um, this yogi guy was like, hey man, and he was just like really laid back and stuff. <laughs> the, uh, the whole idea for the movie pretty much came because they like they're like banging on the door and they're like and then scott measure said um you know because uh canadian people always call everyone hosers yeah yeah um they were the like, cops were outside banging on this guy's um they're like open up and then like scott measure said open up you freaking yoga hosers <laughs> and they both like they like you know the show just came to a halt for a minute because they were laughing so hard yeah. <laughs> and then pretty much um that's not really what the movie yoga hosers is about but just the fact that they had, that name was so perfect, Yoga Hosers. Yeah. Kevin Smith's like, all right, I got to make a movie that just like revolves around the fact that there are Yoga Hosers. Yeah. It's awesome to be able to like to have the resources, I guess, to be able to make a movie. Like, I guess it had new, I mean, you know, I'm thinking about that on one level. Like, okay, man, it'd be crazy to be able to have a conversation and be like, well, this, is, this conversation would make a perfect movie and then be able to go out and make it. But really, theoretically, like, that could, like, you don't need, like, a bunch of money and stuff. I mean, like, Kevin Smith for, is a perfect example of starting off with, like, very little resources and making, like, a, a classic, you know, like, Clerks. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing, like, in this day and age, like, um, I mean, with the equipment that we have between our iPhones and that GoPro and, you know, with with what we have here, Equipment wise, we could make a movie yeah. of that quality. The you know, so that really anymore isn't an issue so much. I mean, uh, anyone with an iPhone can make a movie like of better quality than like you know when Clerks was originally recorded. Yeah, yeah. we could do it as like an old school radio show. Like, yeah. we could all play all this organ music, break, <laughs> and it's like this is me, Kevin Smith, having dinner on a normal night, and then like here's a knock at the door, it narrates his life. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh wow! It's this is why I was like, oh my god, I've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if I should open that door. And then it's like us coming in. We're like, you're coming with us. Yeah. Do you want some uh, pumpernickel <laughs> bread? <laughs> I think just in case anything like that, I'm going to start narrating. Like from when from the moment I wake up, and uh, I'm just going to be like, well, this is me, G, and I'm going to get ready to go take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to narrate my entire day, just in case. I assume that's what Kevin Smith does on yeah. a daily basis. Yeah, that way if anyone does ever they'll have an easy time uh, coming back and making a movie out of it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I'm going to the fridge. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the fridge. <laughs> I'm all the way in the fridge. <laughs> Help. <laughs> the fridge. I have one of those old fridge from the 30s, and it locked behind me. <laughs> stuck in the fridge. <laughs> We're like... <laughs> 
It's like that episode of Punky Brewster. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> but then, what if we come in and try to kidnap him? He's in the fridge. We like don't even know where he is. We're like, well, he must be somewhere in here. He can't. Or like be. his wife and his kid it's, knows. Uh, we're like, where's Kevin Smith? They're like, he's locked in the refrigerator. And we're well, like, what if they, they probably wouldn't want to say that because like, if we're like, they like, they know that we're strangers. Yeah. Like we're not just like busting in saying where's Kevin Smith. We're trying to party with him and play cards. You know, like they would know that we're there for nefarious deeds. So they'd, they'd probably be eating, like, they'd probably still be eating dinner. So we they don't know where like, he is, and then they, like, he's he's not here. And then we hear like a ba- like banging in the fridge. Help! And we see we hear that it's he's like it's me, Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah, he's thing. like help! It's me, Kevin Smith. And I'm like Kevin Smith. Oh my gosh! It's like that was a punk anniversary. He's like that's what I said. <laughs> and we're like, wow. like we'll help you out. And, and then, then like we we're like we have the door. He's like you guys saved my life. And we like get in the van, <laughs> pull the gun out. Uh, yeah, that would. I don't know. I would hope they like just by saving him from the fridge. Like that would have been obviously why we came there. Mm-hmm. We were like, let's go there and kidnap Kevin Smith. And then you know we go in the door and we see these locks in the fridge. Yes, yeah, so we save his life, and then we're like, hey, bro, like uh, there's like, locks on the fridge. But, <laughs> <laughs> That's bad his, his family clearly could have <laughs> let him out if they wanted to, but like we just happened to be there at the right place at the right time, and we're like, get back, get back, because we tell the family to get back. It's like <laughs> we, we got this. We're fridge professionals. They're like, and like uh, we were about to open it. Like, like no. all you gotta do is like no, open the door, and we're yeah. like, now we got this. Stand back. You never know what could be in there. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> like I'm pretty sure it's Kevin Smith. Food and then Kevin Smith, <laughs> my dad. Food <laughs> <laughs> and my dad, Kevin Smith. Yeah, there's no, like, no it could be anything. There could be a bowl constrictor in there. And they're like, I'm like, pretty sure there wasn't one when he got in the fridge. Wait, hold on. <laughs> why? <laughs> why did he? Why did he just get inside the fridge in the first place? <laughs> He was reaching you know, for something. There's no way you're no just reaching into a fridge and you're yeah. just like, next thing you know, you're in the fridge. <laughs> he's like reaching. He's like, I almost got that last yogurt. And then he's like, whoa. And then the door shuts behind him. It's like the drawers come all the way. You <laughs> would have to like throw drawers out of there. He did the pull entire shelves out of the fridge. Maybe he's like pulling shelves out and put them on the floor. And yeah, maybe he like dropped something the that rolled behind everything else. So he's like just pulling everything out of the fridge. He's like, I got to get that last grape or whatever it was. He's like, I really want it. And then. Um, he goes, oh, once it's empty, he's like, there it is. It, it is in there. At no point was he like, let me make sure I don't accidentally trap myself in here. Yeah. He just like jumped right in like it was a magical wonderland. Yeah, after all that, he was like, you know, he was wanted it so much he didn't even mm. think about he it. Forgot, <laughs> he just forgot about everything else. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it was so, he was so like focused on that grape. He was like, forgot he was even in the fridge. He's like, yes, I got it. And then he like, when the fridge door shut behind him or whatever, I don't yeah. even know Comes how around, it was. He's like, hello? Shut. Yes, <laughs> he remembers he's in a fridge. <laughs> he says hello. <laughs> he's just like sitting there looking around, eating the grape. Like, I'm surprised. Like, why would that be the first thing you say when you really shot in a fridge? He's like, hello? Like, someone else is in there with them. <laughs> is anyone here? Like, it's just a fridge. Maybe, um, maybe the fridge would end up being like the land which in the wardrobe. And like, oh he yeah, and he to, goes to the magical fridge land. Yeah, like he would start to go back further, and then like it starts. Oh, and that's where we would into, be. Yeah, we'd be like, <laughs> "Do you want to be on this podcast?" Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just punch him in the face, like. Because, <laughs> like, that wasn't part of our plan. Because we didn't know Ke- Kevin Smith was going to go into a fridge at yeah. any time. So we're just like, let's go to the magical fridge land for no reason. Let's go to the Snarny like place. <laughs> like, we like we got there through our through like my fridge. Mm-hmm. We're like, let's just go to this fridge for no reason. <laughs> we go to this we're like, the fridge, no, oh, and we're in like this fridge Narnia, <laughs> and then we happen to see Kevin Smith. We're like, what a coincidence! <laughs> you punch him in the face. Like, why would that be the first thing we do? We probably just like, yeah, like, be like, oh hey. Lucky day. <laughs> Kevin Smith. We Dude. love your work. Like we wouldn't just be like, wham, right in the face. <laughs> like, even if I saw you winding up to punch him, I'd be like, wait, wait, Jeff. Let's think <laughs> this through. Let's think this through. Why are you trying to punch Kevin Smith when we found him in the fridge Narnia? Stand back, like, <laughs> like that's the last thing you want to do right now. Like that why what, where did why did your mind go to that place so fast? <laughs> This is happening. <laughs> it's like too late to stop me. It's like the, the punch is already. It's too. I can't pull it back now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm pretty sure you. Could. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he Here's the whole cup. He's just like looking at us eating his grape. <laughs> like less than a minute ago, he was in his kitchen. <laughs> All right. Um, so, but how crazy would that be if we're like, you know, we're sitting here and we're like, oh man, like we, I really want to get Kevin Smith on the podcast. And we're like, yeah. And I'm like, I can't think in your house is so distracting. And then you're like, well, I got like this secret place that I go to think. And like, you open up your fridge door and like, <laughs> like follow me. <laughs> go through your fridge. Whatever. That's what you'd be saying. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, I've used that fridge before. It's just a regular fridge. You're like, well, hold on. Let me pull these shells out. And then it's like breaking everything. And then you like, just like disappear into it. And then I follow you. And then we're like in these, in the woods and it's all snowy. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. And then like 30 seconds later, like Kevin Smith comes like through the bushes and we're like, what are the, what, what luck? You just wanted to punch him. You're like, what luck? <laughs> this is my lucky day. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Why does that have to happen? Like, at no point do we need to punch Kevin Smith. All right, so. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, to punch him. In like, conclusion. Like, all that stuff I would, like, like, like all, if all that weird stuff happened, and then, I like, the first thing you say is, like, Kevin Smith, you want to be on our podcast? Bam. <laughs> 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 like two seconds later, yeah. like no, why do that? He's like all like asleep. Like he, you knocked him out, and he's like asleep, and he's dreaming that he's on a boat with Mike Tyson, and Mike Tyson's the captain of the tugboat. And he's like toot toot, but really the toot toot was the train in Narnia, like the Narnia Express. And he, you're, we're like, let's drag him on there. He's still asleep. He's still unconscious, but we want to see where this train goes. And the train goes to Mike so, Tyson's house. All that happens, and instead of dragging him back into your house, like right here, I mean, the fridge is right there. Yeah. So like instead of dragging him back see here, the door and, with all the mustard and, and stuff on it, and instead of bringing him back to be on our podcast, we're like, let's get further into this. <laughs> let's see where this, this Narnia fridge train goes. It can't be to a bad place. It can't. It's, it's Narnia fridge it's, train. It's not possible that this would bring us further from reality. <laughs> this has to get us closer to your podcast. <laughs> this probably just leads right to my back door. <laughs> Andy, that's, we can still see the table. <laughs> You're like, no, come on. This way. This is the quickest way. <laughs> quickest way to what? I don't know. <laughs> Jessica sticks her head in the fridge. She's like, hey, guys. <laughs> like, Bye. Like, train. Getting further away with Kevin Smith. <laughs> We're like, he's like, what? we're like pointing at him, like while we're riding away, like, 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 look who, look who's here in this train, in this train, in this situation, <laughs> Narnia. <laughs> um, uh, so, in conclusion, like, uh, okay, I just had to put a disclaimer in here. I have zero intention of kidnapping anyone. Like, that's like, I'm like, this is the least, the <laughs> last thing on my mind is any form of kidnapping or illegal yeah. activity. Despite. I wouldn't even sell meth to get Kevin Smith's number. Like, despite, none of that. I wouldn't do none of that. Despite how every version of our conversation <laughs> led to that this, immediately. Despite this entire podcast episode, <laughs> I have zero criminal intent in real, actual life. Um, no, I agree. Uh, but. Um, like I said, Kevin Smith is definitely my hero in real life. Uh, he was the first podcast I ever listened to. I pretty much have listened to all of his podcasts since. I think I've read all his books and um, huge fan of his of his comic book writings and his movies and uh, all the TV shows he's done and uh, pretty much just his entire career. You know, all his action figures, everything. I'm yeah, like, I, I'm like pretty big Kevin Smith fan, and I, I think you're I, you're I also in that as, boat. So, as a writer of dialogue in like movies and screenplays, yeah, I would put him in number one, the yeah. number one spot. I yeah. can't think of a single one person who has ever written a screenplay with better di- or a series of screenplays, a body of work with better dialogue than Kevin Smith. Yeah. It's just it's so like. You know, even you know, people might throw out like Quentin Tarantino out there, like, because he writes great dialogue. But uh, to me, no one holds a candle to Kevin Smith. Yeah, no, I agree. I th- I'd say for me, it's that that's him and Robert Kirkman kind of are, you know, depending on the conversation go the way, and like they kind of for in my head, like they balance back and forth over who's actually better, right? Uh, totally different styles and everything. But, um, Oh man, and he had Robert Kirkman as a guest on oh, Smodcast one time. It. Oh, that was such a great episode. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta <laughs> like catch one up of the on greatest that. episodes ever <laughs> of anything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, huge Kevin Smith fan. Um, love his entire body of work. Uh, 
everything, um, you know, his whole career, his life is like something to to aspire to, in yeah, my opinion. I, I, um, I definitely see him personally as a role model. I've, yeah, I, I, I'd i say it's safe to say without uh, Kevin Smith, uh, you know, the Turtle War podcast wouldn't probably exist because I think, you know, we've, right. um, even if it was subconscious or whatever, we've modeled a lot of things that we've done and, you know, like from this podcast and other stuff. And probably even a lot of the way we talk and everything has been, you know, um, like I said, even if it's subconsciously, it's been mm-hmm. modeled after Kevin Smith and his uh, his writings and his career and stuff. Yeah, uh, I agree. True that. So, uh, you know, and for, uh, you know, uh, middle-aged or younger people that are, you know, fans of pop culture and everything, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the guy's a legend. He's an yeah. icon. He's And anyone out there listening, <clears throat> if, you, if you're not familiar with his work, uh, you know, you would, I would, I assume you would start with Dogma. That's a good starting point. I mean, uh, or any of the, the, I would say probably start with Clerks. That, right. That just like, um, you know, I mean, that was his first movie. That's yeah, that's like true. Because if you want to familiarize yourself with those characters since they carry over yeah. from movie to movie, I mean, yeah, start with Clerks. Um, you know, it's a black and white film. It cost them twenty seven thousand dollars to make, and it uh, that you know launched his whole career. His, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from movies to books to his current podcast empire that he runs and you know he's still making movies and everything but uh for me the best movie was dogma i don't know it's kind of like uh i think a lot of people would say that it's like return of the jedi you know it's just it's it's like it's almost like sugar-coated this is it's like right, so it's right. just like like you know with the ewoks and everything because it's just like bright and flashy and everything when i'm like i don't care it had yeah. you know alan rickman and it's just uh, Atlanta's more set, and it was, just, it was a great movie. Yeah, I, I like I those kind that. of movies where yeah. you know a lot of people, would, like critics and stuff, would prefer movies that are a little bit more austere and like you know focus on plot and stuff. But I love the kind of movies where they just throw everything into it. You yeah, know, that's uh, it's like it's like why not? You know? Yeah. And then really, if you want to go down the road, like I don't, if you are looking at the whole of USQ, James Hall, Bob, that whole universe and everything, like Dogma isn't even like the candy coated one, you know, cause you yeah. have Jane Silent Bob strike back and yeah. all that. That's yeah, that. the real, that's like straight. Yeah. That's uh, one, of, that's one of the very top of my, on my, yeah. List. But that one's just all no, no, no real body. You know, it's just all humor, <laughs> right. yeah. all, all yeah. candy thrown at you. Yeah. It's good stuff. Though. It's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Love those movies. Um, so yeah. Uh, huge fans of Kevin Smith and, um, want to, uh, thank him for everything he's done in his career, all the free entertainment that he's given us over the years through podcasts and the not so free entertainment that he's given us through movies and books and um, hope that he continues a long career and that we see a lot more of his stuff coming out. And uh, yeah, true that. yeah, I, I guess second, I second all that. Yeah. So, and thank you guys for joining us uh, sitting through uh, another hour of us uh, talking. I mean, at least we had a pretty good topic this time. Hard to go wrong talking about Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. And, but, uh, but yeah, thanks for joining us. Please check us out at TurtleWars.net. Give us a call at the Turtle Wars hotline, 646-926-6211. Leave us a message. And um, Andy, it's been fun. It has. And remember, listening to the Turtle War podcast is half the battle. The rest of your life is the other half. Peace out, people. See ya. See ya.